Marco's Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. So, guys, I got the greatest compliment probably at least in 10 years. I got a phone call through the Englander corporate line, Hmm. and somebody wanted to talk to me personally. And... So I called him back and it was a, a furniture and mattress store in the New England area. They did not carry our products, but they had uh, been reading Sleep Retailer. And we had an Englander ad in Sleep Retailer that said, would you rather have eight minutes of great sex or eight hours of great sleep? Either way, Englander's the answer. And so Quinn actually fact checks me on this and the actual amount of time people spend during intercourse itself was about five and a half minutes. So the lady had called me to say this was vile. It was reprehensible and she was offended by it. And her entire staff was offended by it. And I was actually shocked. And I thought to myself, at first I was, you know, my feathers felt a little bit ruffled and I'm like, this is not that risque. And then, and then the, the advertiser marketer in me said, so it got your attention <laughs> and created a reaction. And I'm like, that's the greatest compliment I could have gotten because the job of advertising, as we know, is to grab people's attention so that you could tell them anything else you want to tell them. So those, what are, those up, are huge compliments. What upset her? I don't understand. Does she not have sex or has she not ever had sex? Or I asked her, I said, how do you handle You asked her if she had had sex before. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, lady, have you ever had sex in your life? No, I didn't say that. Um, you may Mark be Quinn doing wanted it wrong. to know. Mark Quinn really bo- wanted me to ask if you that. If that bothers you, you may be doing it wrong. I'm just saying. I asked her, I said, well, how do you deal with questions about sex whenever it comes up on the sales floor? And she goes, well, it doesn't come up. This is a family store. Well, it, it comes up every once in a while. We just answer the questions and move on. I was like, oh, so you, it does come up. Okay. I go, well, I'll sure take your feedback into account. And I appreciate the phone call. And what I appreciated about it was the fact that it actually grabbed somebody's attention and made them react to it. Jeff Janakovo is on the show. I, I know, but, but before we get into Jeff, I just and of course, to- Quinn cuts me off during my perfect one, transition. One thing. Well, That's one, not the first time that'll happen. You can't, you cannot move past this. And I'm going to transition into Jeff in a much better way than you did. But I'm going to transition into Jeff right now. (laughs) Don't you do that. I think what you should have said to that lady, though, when she was saying, you know, so you said to her, doesn't it ever come up on the sales floor? And then she says, yes, it does. And we handle the question. And then you should have said, so why are you talking about sex with your customer? Like, flip it on her. I go, why why would you do that? That's horrible. You're like, I thought you had a family store, like really be offended by the fact that she's talking to Sex and great sex. And speaking of great sex, you know who is a great sex person and knowledgeable on the whole topic is Jeff Giannakovo. Now, Jeff, be honest with me. Did you like my transition better into your introduction or did Kinsley nail it better? I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to give the point to Quinn on that one, but I'm like sure he's going to lob it back. <laughs> well, you guys know how it is. We're in this business. And whenever people ask me, well, what do you do? I just tell them I'm in the mattress business. And they go, hmm, I, what do you do? And they go, and then I tell them, you know, we make mattresses. And they go, oh, it could have went either way in my mind, a porn star or, and they say that. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not in any adult entertainment. I, we actually make mattresses and we sell them to retailers. And sell them so, so I have an email, a personal email um, that I use, uh, bedroom guru. Uh, that's the handle. And, uh, it's always interesting giving that one like at a hotel reservation or a restaurant. Um, and depending on who I'm giving it to, I might just play along for a little bit, but it's always fun. It's always fun to see where that conversation takes you. They're like, what's um, your, what's your website? Should I check this yeah. out real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Haven't you, haven't you yeah. ever heard the, the joke of when people say, what kind of business are you in? You simply say, I sell indoor recreational equipment. Mm, that's a good one too. And then they say, "I like what? Like what is that?" And you go mattresses, and they go, "Oh, 
see how that you know, works. So one, one thing I got I to gotta squeeze in here is, uh, so Jeff Janakovo, uh, friend of the show, actually he was on the show, I think, between episode 10 and 20, and now we're up to over 160. So it's been a long time ago. Um, but recently, the last time we saw each other was at Nationwide's primetime event in yep. in houston and you're a nationwide member and i thought okay so nationwide's our headline sponsor we love nationwide uh we love the members we love the advocacy what tell us what value you get out of nationwide like what's your nationwide story so my nationwide story is i kind of inherited the relationship uh by buying the business originally as a mega member and then we got we nationwide rolled us all up and, you know, there's no doubt the service, uh, I saw a tremendous difference in the service levels, which I think is cool um, and, and great. Um, you know, like most things in my life, I'm a hunter and seeker. So I'm not your typical nationwide dealer where nationwide is my, like, like I don't do my shopping at just prime time. I know on past episodes, you've talked about where a lot of retailers, like that's their shopping journey. Um, I get the prime time, but I also get to the markets uh, because I'm that hunter seeker, always looking for the slight edge where nationwide works for me is obviously, I mean, financing is just a no brainer. If, if you sign up for a nationwide membership and just did financing, you would more than pay your dues, but that would be foolish to just rely on them for that. Where I would give them a massive attaboy pat on the back would be their navigation of uh, the, the whole COVID crisis, the, the amount of content, the amount of help, the amount of leadership, uh, expertise and guidance they brought to the table was just astounding. And I think if you look at it as a member, you should be saying, I want these guys and gals in my hip pocket from here on out. I'm never gonna leave. It might be frustrating if the lines change, the merchandise changes, there's a million reasons why that's going to happen, but the people that are there, um, I think genuinely care about the fact that your four walls, your doors need to stay up and open and they're going to do everything they can to help you. And that's why I'm a nationwide member. Yeah, that's a, uh, that, that really captures it. I mean, that the people make such a huge difference. We've seen them fight tooth and nail for independent retailers. And then we see how, um, whenever we do gather up at prime time, which is going to be October 18th to the 21st in Vegas, like when we gather up at these primetime events, just the love and genuine connection that's there between nationwide staff and, and dealers is, is real. You can see it. So it's cool. That's a, that's a great, that's great feedback. Um, yep. so Jeff, uh, Jeff Janakovo, the last name that is so difficult to spell, but so wonderful to say it uh, is <laughs> you own gardener's mattress and more lancaster yep. pennsylvania yep. uh your partner is ben but you've got your you get your hands in some other things that serve the mattress industry and, and recently uh you launched uh, a book and we thought let's let's bring on jeff to talk about um these seven habits of super successful mattress retailers we bought Talk your book, Jeff. Thanks for putting it out there. We love. Uh, well, thank you for knowledge. buying it. Of course. Yeah. I saw the you order. Why, come through do you know like, why? Do you know why we bought it? Why is that? Because we didn't get a signed, autographed copy sent to us in the mail. That's why we had to buy it. Nice. Well, I'll uh, I'll, I'll make <laughs> next I'll book. Make it you up have to. You. Yeah, next book. I'll make you it have up to you. Sign a copy. You're sign it. This is for you, Mark Quinn. Signed the Sexpert. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, you, you wrote this book, um, uh, co-authored it with a guy named Mike Capuzzi that's a, a friend and a part, business partner of yours. And, and you yep. take people through these seven habits of super successful mattress retailers. And I, and I got to jump around a little bit because one of the coolest stories, I think, that came out of this uh, focused on affluent customers. And I think it's kind of a good entry point because this guy that you know named Dan Kennedy, who is a well-known marketing expert. Uh, I don't know if you've worked with Dan, you're now friends with Dan, but Dan hopped on a private jet and Dan flew to Lancaster, PA to, your, to visit your store and make roughly a $30,000 mattress purchase. And yep. Dan is an affluent customer 
and he knows about affluent customers. And that's an area that you say people should focus. So take us through your experience with Dan and what that means to start tapping into affluent customers. Yeah, I mean, so Dan Kennedy, if you don't know him by name, you know him by the companies that he's worked with. If you've got a teenager, he's in your house in your medicine cabinet uh, with proactive uh, in, your, in your kid's teenager's medicine cabinet. Uh, he is Guthy Renker's like go-to guy for sales copy, infomercial structure, uh, phone bank, process procedure, uh, retention, you name it, he's their guy. Um, Tupperware, Weight Watchers, It's Just Lunch, the list goes on. So he's not one of these like, you know, Ty Lopez, Gary Vaynerchuk type of people, um, which sometimes I really wonder what they even really do. But anyway, um, Dan uh, has just a tremendous amount of substance and a uh, tremendous amount of pedigree in the business of marketing a business and really getting to affluent customers. Um, so I've known Dan for probably nine years now. Um, he, I got on his radar, uh, subscribing to his newsletter that he produces and just sent him some marketing stuff. And then we just kind of started a communication that way and uh, just started pitching him basically. Like, hey, I notice on stage, I notice at events, you really hobble around. I've read about how you broke your back horse racing. I really think an adjustable bed base can help. Um, and here's the reasons why. And it was a 18 month long micro of micro of micro craft brew distilled marketing campaign to one person uh, to get him to fly to Lancaster, Pennsylvania and buy that mattress. And it was a carpe diem. Oh, was it the Marsh Strand? I forget, but it was a carpe diem uh, adjustable bed base set. And uh, with a lumbar adjustment, uh, head adjustment, all like every bell and whistle you could possibly think of. So he came to the store and bought it and um, really helped him. And actually, as of recent, he went through a lot of health troubles, almost lost his life over it. And uh, we refreshed the toppers um, uh, for him to kind of give him a little more comfort um as of late but uh, but yeah that's how i got to know dan in a short story it's a lot longer but um dan is definitely a customer of mine um what was uh dan, what was it about dan that made you want to pitch him specifically well i mean he is somebody that you know has a lot of notoriety at least as far as i see it um and i could see that we helped you know we could we could help this guy um did I know it was going to lead to a big ticket sale like that? No, but I knew he could afford it. But ultimately it was about being able to help the problem and, you know, having the ability to target and focus in on him for that time was just a, a you know, uh, something I decided to do and we accomplished it. So talk about, um, that relationship with Dan you've, you've since, um, recorded maybe some podcasts with him. You put him in the mm -hmm. book and in the book, um, Dan really kind of puts on a school clinic on why you should be focusing as, as a mattress retailer on affluent customers. Now my assessment of the industry is, you know, online sales are driving ticket down for people that are buying online. So when people do come into a store, it seems to be a more considered purchase, which gives you a chance to sell a more expensive product. Um, but, but what's, Talk about what Dan says in your assessment and your real world uh, application, which you have running a mattress store with this focus on affluent customers. Like why should people be focusing there instead of trying to sell a mattress to everybody? Everybody sleeps. Right. Right. Well, I mean, it, it, it's, you, you kind of give me a nice lead in here with the comment of everybody sleeps. Well, everybody does sleep, but not everybody values sleep in the same way. Right. And not everybody has the same aches and pains and not everybody experiences a mattress in the same way. Not everybody looks at a mattress the same way. You know, I'm a big guy. I'm a gruff guy. I'm abrupt. Um, I've got a way about myself that would lead people to believe what I'm about to share would never, ever happen in Jeff Janakovic's world. But it does. When I go to bed, the mattress set that I sleep on uh, is fantastic. And I love it because I can have anything I want. And I do. 
And when I get into bed, I do what I call twinkle toes. And I literally like rub my feet and my calves in part because I had a lot of muscle issue at the surface and tension uh, as a result of motorcycle accident from years by. But I do this thing that I call twinkle toes. And I love the way the mattress feels. I love the way the sheets feel. Love the way the top it feels. And it's how I relax. And I look at my mattress in a different way than what most people look at their mattress as. They just look at it as this utilitarian rectangle device that they've never put thought into. So when you're going to the affluent people, uh, and I'm surprised that Quinn hasn't chimed in on Twinkle Toes. Like I thought that would be like a yeah. I'm waiting my turn. I got admonished okay. earlier for interrupting Kinsley. So I'm trying to be a good boy <laughs> and wait till you finish. I think Jeff is saying that he's surprised you didn't interrupt him. <laughs> yes, That's like point exactly to Kinsley. One, one. Anyway, continue, Jeff. I'm sorry for Kinsley interrupting you. Go right ahead. <laughs> so when, you know, when we get focused on your affluent customer, it's, it really becomes about positioning. And that's, if you take one thing away from that part in the Seven Habits book, it's about positioning. And really, the entire Seven Habits book is about how you position yourself and your business. Um, the affluent customer isn't going to respond to an ad that has 80% of the space focused on price point sub 999, which by the way, um, here's the abrupt non twinkle toes part of Jeff Janakovo. Uh, I think you're a dummy if you're putting 80% of your ad space into price points 999 or below. Folks, the average mattress sold in this country, queen set is 950 bucks. So you're advertising to 80%, 80% of your ad space is targeting a less than average mattress purchase. Thank right? you, Jeff. I agree a thousand percent. No question. I think about that's, it. I think that's one of the silliest things our industry does. So the affluent customer is not going to respond to that in any way, shape or form at all. They want somebody that, you know, guarantees the outcome they're looking for. What's the outcome people want when they really want to invest in sleep? They want to wake up happy. They want to sleep better. They want their aches and pain solved. That's what I proved to Kennedy over 18 months of marketing to him. Um, but that's what the affluent customer is looking for. They don't care about price. They don't care so much about construction. They care about value. They never want to overpay. But understand, overpay doesn't mean a 399 queen set. It just means if they're going to drop seven grand in your pocket, okay, they want to know that it didn't have to be 6,500. Okay they're happy to spend the money, but they don't want to be taken advantage of. Um, so I, I do want, I, I do want to push on this a little bit um, and, and, and go a little further with it. So when we have done segmentation research, right? So there's different buckets for consumers. So in, in, as an example of that, there's the customer that can sleep anywhere, right? So they just, yeah, whatever, I'll take whatever. Uh, there's the customer who's value focused. They want the best deal. There's the customer who's the luxury seeker. They want the fancy thing. Um, I think something Timber Biedek did a while back was really interesting. They, they kind of said in research that they had done, it's not rich people who like Timber Biedek necessarily, although people who have means uh, are certainly um, better able to buy a Timber Biedek because of the price points in many cases. But it's the truck driver, the teacher, the, and you said it, Jeff, it's the people that value sleep. So just because you have money doesn't mean you value sleep. Just because you don't have money doesn't mean um, that you won't buy an expensive bed because you may value sleep. So yep. Having money is not an indicator of valuing sleep, although I do agree with you that the affluent customer um, might be more dialed into other parts. Because an affluent customer, I got a neighbor who's got all kinds of money and, and uh, he's the biggest value shopper I know. I can't get him to buy anything like, you know, go get yourself this. He's like, no, I did. So there is that too. How do you, so react to that part of the conversation. Well, I mean, to me, it's about proving it's, it's that assurance of outcome. People mm -hmm. want, they want a guarantee, right? They want to know whatever they're going to spend their money on, whether it's a dollar or a million dollars, they want to know it's going to give them the result they want. And we have to prove that, right? 
there, there's no like the, the cliched saying is we can't show and sell we have to show and tell or we can't um i always butcher these quotes that's one thing that i'm known <laughs> right but we can't just show and sell we have to show tell and demonstrate right and you know presentation without demonstration is just a conversation there we go nailed it well right done well done right so if we're not demonstrating how the products feel lead to that assurance of outcome if you can't give the twinkle toes to your to your person in front of you they're not going to buy like that outcome has to be proven um and to me, it starts with that. How do you get that good person in front of you? It starts with the positioning of your business, right? Um, again, you're not going to get them throwing out 399 bait. You know, my boys, uh, we got back from camping. Um, my oldest son, he wants to use all these different fishing lures. Meanwhile, my youngest is just like throwing hooks with worms out and he's just catching rock bass like crazy. Ethan's got all these big lures and spinners and things. I'm like, no, just hook them warm, man. The right bait for the right fish. We are not out far enough to catch the big fish. They're going to swallow, you know, the, the crab or the, the crayfish gummy lure that you have that's that big. We're not that far out. It's not going to work. We're not in the right position. Um, so we have to position our businesses in a right way to attract that affluent customer. They just they're just going to look by those ads that have $399, $599, $799, free bed base. I mean, that's just like the most me too stuff that's out there right now. Plus, how do you possibly, how can you possibly um, spend any money scratching out an existence on sales tickets like that? You need to make quality sales to spend quality money to get the right marketing messages or the right media out there. You have to be able to spend and the way you spend money is it comes from your sales and you need profit dollars to do that. Give us some examples, Jeff, of positioning your business. Uh, because I think this turns into kind of an opaque term for people. When I think about positioning, I think, where can you be first in your marketplace? Even if you have to create a new category, how do you think about positioning and what might be some examples that would be helpful? Yep. Uh, I mean, how you decide to open up the discussion with the customer, right? I mean, again, so much of our industry is on the price product promotion hamster wheel, right? We open up the discussion with our customer now with the sleep better book, right? What do people want? They want to sleep better. Well, here's the book. And this entire book, hundred pages is all geared to here's how we help you sleep better Some tips. Here's some routines developed. We have a 30 day sleep better challenge bolted onto this book where we're going to text and email everybody that jumps onto the challenge twice a day. And we get to talk to them in a way that no one else talks to them. So that's, I think you that's actually, one way. I think you actually, uh, in, in the book, the seven habits book, you have uh, the first habit is mindset. The second habit is big ideas. And you talk about uh, advertising, <laughs> guru David Ogilvy, but you mentioned shooks and that yep. was a shook. That's not a book. That's a shook. Sleep better is a shook short, short, helpful book. Shook. And you think shooks are, are a part of positioning your business and you think more retailers should be using those. hundred percent. I mean, 110%. I mean, in, in a world, I mean, you know, Quinn, you said, where, where was my signed copy? Right. Mm. Um, I would put this challenge out to anybody who thinks about content and marketing today. There's never been a book signing ever where an author, this is a USB drive. This is the best physical representation I can give right now of a digital product. There's never been a book author anywhere that sat at a table at the back of a room from a speaking gig or at a Barnes and Noble and has signed the USB drive. Never happened. Never will happen because they're going to sit there and they're going to sign the copy of their book, right? Cause it's a physical product that has value, has intrinsic value, has meaning, has substance. That in itself is going to position a business unlike any other. So when you have a helpful book like sleep better, automatically you're one step ahead, one rung above everyone else in the marketplace. 
simply by having it. Set aside what's in it, just the position of having it. For that affluent customer who's looking for that assurance of outcome, you position a book like this with some tips or some call-outs of what's inside, how it helps, you are immediately ahead. Forget the product, forget the price, you're ahead. You're one step closer to that assurance of outcome. Which, Jeff, takes us to your fifth habit, <clears throat> which is leveraging authority and status, right? And, yep. and so the I Kardashian think, effect. Yeah, and, and I think, so I want you to talk about that. Um, I, I think what you're talking about, it's so true um, in terms of you're playing your game, you're not playing anyone else's game, and you're creating content that, number one, is helpful for people. So I think when you serve people, there you, you make a connection to them. So I think that's really great that when they come in, they understand that your intention, the purpose behind what you do is to legitimately help them improve quality of life through better sleep. So that's what you're about. And that's what your books are saying to these people. Yep. So I'm investing in you. I'm giving you something. This is a gift. This is from us to you to actually help you do what you're trying to do better. It's not just about us selling you something. But right. when you do that, it does give you authority status because now you're not just a guy selling a bed. You're an author of a book with really good content, multiple books that has positioned yourself as a thought leader and an authority in the category. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, what kind of impact does that have on the consumer and how does it help your own people selling to your customers kind of rethink their job you know what i'm saying right right so i'll answer the last question first and then get into the positioning so the team i mean they work for are part of a group that has this position like they don't need to apologize for anything you know we've had an ashley home store open up down the street february of this year we had another you know low-end you know really like you know Five ninety nine, five piece bedroom set type retailer, open up between the Ashley store and our store. Um, we have an Ollie's that sells mattresses. Um, we used to have a Bonton furniture gallery. Now we don't. But literally, I can throw a baseball into five parking lots of people who sell mattresses from the front front from my front parking lot into theirs. We don't have to apologize for anything because we are the experts. We're the people that are going to assure the outcome. And we prove that, you know, not just with the books, but with the social proof and the reviews that we have. I mean, in the store, I have wallpaper of handwritten reviews, handwritten, essay form, tacked to the wall. And we, we just say, listen, were you referred or reviewed? Did you read our reviews or were you referred to our store? And it changes the conversation. Because if they say neither, we say, oh, wow, that's, that's interesting. Because most people have either read our reviews, seen them, and said, wow, that's really great. I need to be here. Or they had their friends tell them not to go anywhere else. That's okay. We'll catch you up. Like, again, we don't apologize for anything. Um, that's the power of positioning. And that's how I would answer that for our team, right? When we're talking about what I call the Kardashian effect, I have a line in the book, you're paid for who you are, not what you do. Uh, that came from Kennedy. That's a Kennedy quote. I'm pretty sure I gave him attribution in the book. Now I'm thinking maybe I didn't, but if I didn't, I need to fix that. Either way, it's his quote. I'll correct the record right here. Um, but the, the real life application of this is look at the Kardashian family, right? You know, maybe, maybe guys like yourself, I've never really had this consternation, but a lot of people, especially business owners that struggle to balance checkbook, make payroll, bring, bring money home, little extra money home from themselves are like, man, I do, I work, I work hard. I make an honest living. I do good. And these people, they just get on TV and they like are billionaires. That's ridiculous. I can't stand that. Well, they know who their market is and they go right at them. The people who want to look fabulous, who want to be fabulous, who want to live a fabulous lifestyle and they're paid for who they are, not really what they do. 
at all. Who they are is the product. The, the product they're delivering is for you to be like them, right? And that's, that's a very big shift in your mindset. Like you don't just sell mattresses. Like when people ask me what business I'm in, my line is I help people, I help people wake up happy. Oh, what do you mean by that? Well, I help them sleep better, fix their aches and pains. Oh, you're like a doctor? No, I sell something that they spend more time with than the doctor. I sell mattresses. You know, and, and that's how I'll answer that question. Um, but again, that, that positioning of, of putting yourself where you just don't have to apologize for anything. Like that store opened up. The only thing I did to address it was put, it reminded me, we got to get the new banner out front on the A-frame sign into this, you know, we're digging deep into a two-sided push in our business, our retail business. I got to get that out because they're going to be selling the cheap twin mattresses. You know, at least now if somebody comes in cross shopping, they say, well, yeah, they're selling you half a mattress. So it begs logic says that our two-sided mattress is at least 50% more, if not twice the price, right folks? You know, like it at least begs that logical reasoning if they're going to sell you half of a mattress. Like that's the only thing I did. I didn't flip out. Meanwhile, the other Ashley guy behind the store a mile up the road, he's like lost his mind. He's got four ninety nine five piece bedroom sets out on the marquee. Like, I don't know. I guess if, if you're in a position where you got to make 50 bucks, I guess you go make it because that's what you need to feed your family that day. But you need to ask yourself, what put yourself in, your, in that position where you got to make 50 bucks today selling a $500 queen bedroom set? Um, you know, again, the, the positioning fix fixes so many things. And you're actually shutting down your outlet location. You're, you're, we are. Because you were trying to be in that fray, that mosh pit for a while, it sounds like. And well, to further focus your business, you're shutting down the outlet or what, what's your thought process there? Yeah. I mean, the outlet store started as we, we looked at, look, here's the geography we're serving. We're missing a big chunk of our county. And we thought, well, let's move there. And I, I, when I tell you I did research, I did research. I mean, I cashed in a big chip with Julius Feinblum, who was like the guy that grew sleepies from 100 stores to 700 stores. He was the real estate guy. He gave me the binder on the location I leased. He's like, Jeff, look, it was that location, the one they were at. The one they were at, they just gave us a little better deal up front. And it just made the deal. So that's why, we, but we would have went equally. We would have went to either one. Um, long story short, what we do at the main store is so special. We may as well have never even opened there. People just kept driving right by and came to the premier store. You know, they don't, they want like, they want the full experience. They don't want what they thought was half the experience. So we tried a few different things over the years and we just said coming out of this covid crisis we just said you know what get absolute clarity and focus we can't like this barbell effect that exists affluent customers here uh i guess people are going to listen to this to a podcast they're not going to see my hands but uh they might see the zoom recording but um for those listening look you, your barbell effect is you got affluence on one side you got really low inexpensive beds on the other side and you got this middle well the problem is the middle is becoming just stretched out further and further and further and further. And the marketing messages to run both locations, it's just not something that I want to do anymore. So we're actively deciding we're going to focus on what we do best, close that outlet location, just drop it and be done with it and focus on our premier business and just do what we do well and stay focused on that. Oh yeah, there's no doubt in my mind, Action Funk Music is the official soundtrack of Door Counts because Door Counts is all about taking action to get out of that funk, the funk of not knowing. Door Counts is the smartest way to count retail traffic and then do something with that traffic and have proof and tie it to sales results. Our friend Luis Lopez actually won the Door Count system installed it in one of his stores, saw how well it worked. He went out and purchased the system for all of his other stores. And he said, as soon as that camera went in, boom, difference maker. I knew that the minute I would install that camera in my store, I was gonna be able to see 
why people were coming in, where were they coming from. I was gonna make better decisions on my uh, marketing tools. I was gonna make that person accountable to, to show the importance of uh, to our salesmen of every person that comes through the door, how much it costs us to bring that person in. All of that stuff ties in together. And then, you know, the CRM to follow up with the customers and uh, after they come in the store has elevated our sales incredibly. It's been a couple months that we've had it and I can already see the results. I've seen a 60% growth in our sales for the entire year. Right now on your phone or computer, go to doorcounts.com, book a demo, tell them Dust Marco sent you. We're talking with Jeff Giannacovo, owner of Gardner's Mattress More. He's an author of a new book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful Mattress Retailers. And Jeff, I, I love just kind of digging into some of the nuts and bolts because I think you're really good at presenting principles that tend to be more timeless, but you can also talk tactics like you can get down into, you know, punching those buttons and what actually kind of makes the needle move. At, what would you, you know, I know as part of this book, uh, it looks like you've started the National Alliance of Sleep Better Specialists. Tell us, tell us about that. What does that mean? Is that kind of a, a toolkit for people? It's an association. What's going on? Well, it's both. Um, really, you know, it, people who know me who have been following me for the seven years um, that I've been saying, look, our industry, brick and mortar mattress retailer needs help. And I'm here to be that guy. I'm here to be the guy that's going to tell you what you need to hear, what you should be doing, not the easy, cliched, throw it out words that we hear from a lot of people in our industry. Um, I've been doing that for seven years. And on a side note, constancy is important. It goes back to positioning, constantly being somebody that puts back, you know, pushes back the, the desire to go promote low prices, uh, the desire to do what everybody else is doing with Me Too offers. Right, constancy is important. One, one shout out to you guys. Constancy in the in the Dos Marcos podcast. I mean, 160 plus episodes is fantastic. And I just want to say right now, thank you for doing that for our industry because I think that's very cool. So thank you to both of you for continuing to do this. And I can't imagine it's been easy because you know, Quinn, you've had a different, you've had a career trajectory change. Kinsley, you've had a change. You know, and I'm. I'm you don't need to answer it, but I'm sure in talking with the Englander folks that you had to like address like, Hey, some of my time, I want to still go back into the industry through this podcast. So that's really cool. Constancy is important. So thanks for continuing to do the podcast. Um, so for seven years back to the national Alliance of sleep Better specialists, uh, as we got onto the episode, uh, Mark, you and I were talking about what I've been doing. Well, the last year I kind of took a step back from the software gig, the software stuff, and realize what the retailers really need. We've got a lot of headwinds. You've got online um, retailers. You've got big brands going right after the customer now. So what do people need? Where do we go uh, as an independent retailer? And for me, it was about, well, let's do, let's take the best parts, you know, our short help of books, our buyer's guides, which we have three of, Magic of Sleep book, which is our book for customers. Remember I said earlier on, I forget if this was in the recording or in the preamble, but like we love on our customers. So like our customers get this little sleep book, little like kind of meditation book about sleep. We give that to them too. Um, I said, well, what do we, you know, what can we do? What can we create to really shore up independent mattress retail? And we came up with the National Alliance of Sleep Better Specialists. The idea being, let's give you your expert and authority platform. So you can say, look, if I'm the guy or gal saying sleep better, if I'm putting this book out, what I can't do is be like everyone else on the price, product, promotion, hamster wheel. I have to now shift my marketing, shift my messaging to expert and authority. And that's what the entire alliance is about. This is the platform, right? This is the toolkit. Everything else we do, all the content, all the training, the newsletters, everything is about taking that platform and adding floor one, two, three, four, five, and just shoring it up and making you that expert and authority in the marketplace. 
But Jeff, so a That's lot of people Alliance is about. A lot of people aren't going to write a book, right? So the retail sales associates out there. So what can they do to kind of own some of that authority positioning, uh, and and kind of come off or present themselves in a similar way? So if we're answering for RSAs specifically, mm -hmm. you know, selfishly, and this is crass self-promotion, you can go to your owner and say, look, you need to be a member in the alliance, right? Because I want to be part of a team that gets to say, look, my owner wrote the book because it becomes your book. Like we personalize all these books for your business. It, it, it is your, it's your book. It's your thing. And every store has an exclusive area. So that's cool too, right? Um, but as an RSA, you get to say to your customer, look, my owner wrote the book because he's so, he or she so believes in helping you get what you want, wake up happy, sleep better, that we just decided we're going to actually do that. And that's what our company does. That's why we are XYZ mattress company. That's what we're here to do. And I know we know of no better way to do that than to just give you all our best information right up front and then help you find the right fit. See if your needs fit our solutions. And we think they will. I'm curious, Jeff, whenever you talk to retailers who are thinking about making the shift, um, is this still so new that you don't have any kind of case study examples where people have made that shift from price and item mattress retailer over to authority mattress retailer? Or do you have some examples of people who are like, yeah, I got to go all in on this and here's what that looks like. Yeah, I mean, listen, we have a, a dozen or so members right now. We're still on like kind of the launch of this group. Um, but if I look back to the things that we did over the years, I mean, there, there's many people that have said, look, I, I, you know, we used your buying guides because we, we've licensed the buying guides for a number of years. The shorter, you know, more tactical, you know, like tips to buy a mattress, tips on a bed base tips on a natural latex mattress. Like we've had people use those and we've seen their natural business explode. We've seen uh, people using like our selling process that we include and talk about, which is all about authority and positioning too, right? Again, you can't be the sleep better book author and part of that team and then do the old school yuckety yuck used car salesman sales tactics, right? So like our sales process and selling process includes, if we're not making the sale today, let's have a quote and then subsequent follow-up. And we had a 50 store chain uh, that was a client of ours where their prospects that followed our information, followed our path, got our buyer's guide, and we were able to track all of it. When they came back to buy, their sales ticket was 24% higher than their average company ticket. And I think that's, that's a pretty big testament to how this positioning works. When you simply interject, here's how you buy a mattress, here's how we assure the outcome, here's how we conduct ourselves with you to find the right fit for your needs, and we boost that ticket 24% just by doing those simple things, that's pretty profound. Um, you know, you're making money. Still the same cost to acquire that customer but you're making a lot more money. So things like that happen all the time. So Jeff, what I, what I like about what you're talking, what, what you're saying is that it's an acknowledgement that there's an education process that the consumer really should be put through. And, and, and I remember some early research we had done. When a consumer comes into a store to buy a bed, they're not coming into the store saying, I need to get this new mattress because the one I have now is no longer any good, but I'm looking to replace this item in my bedroom that allows me to sleep better, get a great quality of life, get a great quality of life, helps me think more clearly, helps me get sick less often, improves my sex life. And that's the item I'm about to buy. That's not at all where the consumer's head is when they come in to buy a bed. The consumer's head is, my bed sucks, um, I hate this because now I'm going to have to spend $2,000 or $1,000 or whatever their preconceived notion is on the, the price of that product. It's like buying tires, right? It's that grudge purchase. 
So I have to replace it and I have to spend my money on something other than the vacation that I wanted to take. So what you're doing is helping them understand when they come into your store, hey man, this isn't about that. This, This decision you're about to make is way different than replacing something that you're uncomfortable on at the moment. What you're about to do is to buy something that can literally impact the quality of your life. And number one, the authoritative position you put yourself in because of the books and the content you create, that's number one, that helps credibility. But then it, because of the credibility, you're, you're able then to share a message with them that's important so that they make a good decision. And, and, and the evidence of it, the social proof of it, is that 24% increase. Um, that you talked about with those 50 stores. So I just, I, I really think that is such an important thing for this audience to hear. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's, it, it, it really comes down to, you can't, if you're going to go after affluent customers, truly, completely, you have to go after it consistently with a right approach from start to finish. It's your advertising, the way you precondition that consumer, right? From that begrudging tire purchase to, hey, I'm ready to impact my life and I wanna sleep better. If you put the sleep better bait right in front of them, then you've got a nibble on the hook, right? Like they're there. And then everything else just needs to follow. You just need to stay on this, right? It's why in our store, we're actually getting the store uh, graphics put around the store. Um, Being up happy starts right here and there's gonna be an arrow on the floor pointing to our customer lounge. And we sit down and have a conversation. We wanna understand how your needs fit our solutions. Most of the times they're a fit, but we're gonna quickly understand if they aren't. And if we're not a fit, that's okay. Our business isn't a fit for everybody, but we're a fit for most. You open to that conversation and that's where we start. And then all throughout the showroom, about 10 up on the wall is going to be steps of our seven step wake up happiness. And our sales team, I've been saying, we need to recommit. We need to commit. We need to continue to improve slight edge on top of slight edge on top of slight edge, because we're going to get this done and done. The reason it hadn't been done is our guy that did it was very busy pre COVID collapse, and then obviously we couldn't do anything, and now we're finally getting it done, right? So that's that's where this really, it has to happen. It has to be consistent from start to finish. You can't interject any of the old school stuff anymore. The other thing I put forth to retailers is, you know, who's the person, and, and I, would, I would value your opinion, and you can challenge me on this right here on the call. Um, I feel I'm the only guy speaking to brick and mortar, independent Main Street mattress store owners right now in a way that says, here's a different way, a better path forward. You have a lot of people, and I think you really need to question, one, one of the chapters is about discernment and wisdom, right? You need to question the goals of the people giving you the advice. You know, So if they're saying, get online, well, okay, yes, you need an online presence, that's a simple statement to a massively complex uh, thing in your business, right? Like getting online and doing e-commerce, I mean, these companies, Tough the Needle, Casper, Purple, I mean, they're teams of just people that work top of the funnel are bigger than the entire team of your store, right? There's like seven, eight, nine people just working top of the funnel. We talked to sales. We talked to Bob Munkle on one of the campfire calls, and Bob works for Resident Home, which is the Nectar yep. brand. Bob told us on the call they have an entire team at Nectar dedicated to abandoned cart recovery, and yep. he said, "And let me tell you, there's gold and then there are hills." So, if just what you're saying, I, I really want to put a big railroad spike right in this coffin because. <laughs> If you think you're going to compete with teams that now have segmented down to abandoned cart only, you're way, way off. Well, I mean, there, there, there's teams of web page copy, 
web page, landing page from the click ad. Okay, there's, there's probably a couple people working on coupon code copy. There's teams of people working on overall website layout structure. Teams of people on desktop design versus mobile design. So when people say get online, yes, you need to be online, but it needs to serve your purpose as a local retailer, right? And our whole goal is getting that person to get some piece of our information, whether it's the book, whether it's the guides, whether it's opting in for the 30 day sleep better challenge, no matter how you're going to find us, it's all going to be about assuring your outcome of sleeping better. From there, we're going to guide you into our world and, and begin to suggest how you make this purchase really incredible and how we give you that five-star experience and give you the outcome you're looking for. Um, when you think about the online space, you know, when was the last time you, either of you guys clicked on page two of Google for anything? <laughs> it's where they hide bodies. It's the best place. Dead people. Right. Uh, exactly. I mean, it could be, there could be the recipe for gold in your kitchen sink on search result number 11, but because it's the top of page two, who cares, right? You never go there. The, the, the intensity of focus that's on page one is astounding. The independent retailer cannot win it going head to head, just cannot. So your strategy needs to be about how do I get to the people? How do I find, you know, to use my camping fishing analogy, how do I find the right pool of fish to throw the right bait into to get them out? Well, you have to shift the battlefield, right? So that's what, that's what the Alliance is about. That's what publishing the books is about. It's about going right after and only after the people who want to wake up happy and sleep better and just leaving everybody else out. Look, you have a store that's open seven days a week. Those people who aren't taking the time, who are just looking at this as a utilitarian purchase, you're going to get some of them stumbling into your door anyway. Go ahead and sell them. I don't care. Because you're going to do that and you do that well anyway. But if you want to do things better, I think my team, I'm the guy, we've got the things to help you do that better, to help you get after those affluent customers. And my, my question was, who's really speaking to independent Main Street retailers right now? I don't see, and I have a lot of stuff come across my desk. You guys probably have more, um, especially on the industry side. But I'm not aware of anybody that's really going after saying, look, there's an independent Main Street mattress retailer. Here's what you need to do. Here's the roadmap. And here's the group that we're putting together. So the cool thing about the Alliance is it's not just about me. I'm intentionally going after people with different skill sets and experiences. Like one of our members is McCroskey Mattress, which I think is really cool. Right? You know I'm that sure uh, I, was, I, was, I was attacked at McCroskey's mattress. You were attacked? Yep. Bigfoot attacked me. And then Kinsley laughed at me, by the way. Stood no, over me and laughed at me after I was tackled by Bigfoot. It I was, was making cool. sure that he was, he was breathing, but then like any good friend, I went ahead and snapped a photo. Good. <laughs> you I wouldn't make sure of anything. Anyway, that, the point of saying that is we are big fans of Robin. We were there. We actually did some really cool stuff with her and Geek. And yeah, I mean, those guys, uh, they, they, they do some good stuff. So anyway, keep going with that. So yep. you were out there. So, and yeah, so they're a member. Oh. How did you Absorbing find oh, there's the photos? The, geez, watch, I keep it handy. So if you're watching <laughs> on the video, you see there's a Yeti in the background holding some sort of horse unicorn on a mattress at McCroskey's. This is in their front window. Quinn is apparently writhing in pain, holding his ankle. You can't even see his face. I, I just want to point out for this audience that literally in under seven seconds, you were somehow able to- I thought we lost the photo. What's that, Jeff? I thought like something broke. Well, let me tell you, I have bad ankles. So when I go down, like I stepped on a cord or something, when I go down, it's not pretty. I'm in like serious pain right there, but- um, I'm just I'm just grateful that my good friend Mark Kinsley was able to. I like the title. Coin down. <laughs> shrink his concern enough to pull his phone out and record the moment so that we could relive it here together on this podcast. Today. It's all about fantastic. having the proof. <laughs> yep. So, so anyway, Jeff, finish us up with your story there. Yeah. So the alliance. My vision for this alliance is it's big. Because I want 
To me, Main Street retail is important. I've got a little story I'll share in a minute about that and why. Um, but bringing together smart retailers that operate a brick and mortar store, to me is important. I think we're in this right time because we've had enough of these black swan events. Like what do retailers need? You need another COVID crisis. You need another like allocation period where your trucks aren't getting there uh, in normal times. Um, you know, what other event do you need to be out there alone, right? Like wouldn't you rather have a group that's so intentionally focused on how your business operates. And that's what the Alliance is really about. Um, so bringing in people like McCrossy with manufacturing experience, bringing in people like Wes Harrington, bed doctors in Arizona, uh, Pablo at mattress makers in San Diego, other independents across the country, like bringing in a unique group of people, because my vision is I want the Alliance to be a place, a conduit that connects consumers. We're really looking for that goal, sleep better, to really great retailers. That's what the Alliance is really about. And along the way, maybe we make some products, maybe we develop some things for ourselves. And together as 100, 150 members, we're, we're swinging a pretty big baseball bat around in the industry now, right? And I'm not saying I'm trying to make my own buying group. This is our own positioning group, right? Because the buying groups, they do their thing and they do it very well. This is about positioning. This is a hole in the, where, where I see in the buying groups plan. This is where the alliance can fill. My story on why Main Street retail is important. When I was a kid, and I tell this in the book, I would go uptown. My grandmother would send me uptown to pick up, you know, butcher shop order, some stuff for the hardware store for my grandfather because he was a cabinet maker. And I would stop at the ice cream shop. And those experiences are so cool. People, people um, looked out for me. They knew me. There was a human connection that was there that was profound. And for me, I think there's no bigger time and place right now that people are looking for human connection. Think about right now, if you've sh sh shaken somebody's hand, I've done it four times in the last 120 days, four times. Mm -hmm. Other than my kids and my wife, I haven't given anybody a hug, right? People are looking for human connection. We're going to be starved for it when we're finally able to get back to that. Why not, why not move the battlefield there? Why not move the battlefield to your brick and mortar store and be that expert where people can come in looking for that assurance of outcome. That's what the Alliance is about. And Jeff, I think that, you know, there's a, you're right. And I, and I think we can put a big exclamation point on top of that. People, are starved for human connection. And, and then I think whenever people do go into the buying process, more and more people want to find a trusted resource. And so when they get online and they see anything that begins to feel like confusion, they do want to rely on somebody. And when you talk to somebody and you see them face to face, you get a good feeling pretty quickly if this is a trustworthy person or not. And if we have more and more trustworthy people, that first get presented to the people who are coming into the shopping phase, we stand to have an impact on the world by helping people get better sleep because yep. it impacts every moment of your day and your night. Sleep bad at night, you're up and awake, and then the next day you feel awful. And then you can't be a good husband, wife, brother. You can't go out and have the positive impact on the world you want to have. So I, I like this thought process because I do think that the internet does represent an opportunity in terms of growing confusion and people, like I said earlier, coming into the marketplace then to make a considered purchase. Because I think the, the, the momentum and track, I think we're seeing traction around sleep being the third leg of the health stool and traction leads to momentum. And we want to be positioned, not the pill companies, not a sugar juice company. We want to own being awake and happy. Yep. You know, 100%. And and I think, Jeff, you're, you're saying that you're out there talking to independent retailers. We are too. And that's why you're on this show. Um, there's, there's some of us out there that are trying to shine the light on good behavior nationwide. Another great group doing that. By the way, you mentioned Wes and Pablo. Those guys are great guys. So it doesn't surprise me at all that they're involved in what you're doing. So if you're listening to this and you're still stuck in the product price and promotion business and you're still selling mattresses and still sell instead of selling the benefits of sleep. Check out what Jeff's doing. Um, it's really the way to go. 
by the way, it's, it's not him saying either that you have to stop promoting products in your business. It's saying that you can do both, but be about something more than a price and a promotion. Um, serve that consumer with information and have purpose in what you do in terms of uh, making sure they get the best solution for them. And that all pays off in uh, really, really big ways. And Jeff, thanks for bringing that message to this audience. Thanks for your passion for this industry. Thanks for your friendship to Mark and I and uh, for being on this show now two times and, yeah. uh, and being here to represent the good stuff that's going on in this business. Yeah, so and I, I want to say thank you for being the sex bird. There's that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, and telling us this really cool thing. I don't know if we were recording, but a little uh, fun thing for you guys, if you're out there, write down ID10T. Right. Is that how we're going to wrap this? Well, that's how we're going to Jeff, Jeff was making a comment to me and he's like, Quinn. And then write like, Mark Quinn right after it. M-A-R-K-Q-U-I-N. Right after you write that down and just right see, what it come, see what it comes out as. And this is, that's my middle name, ID10T. Yep. That's what it is. So Jeff, before hey. we go though, I, I, we got to make sure and get this. How do people find out more about you, get connected to you in the book? Is there a good like URL people should go to? Absolutely. So National Alliance of Sleep Better Specialists, right? That's the group. So the website is naosbs.com slash book. N-A-O-S-B-S, the initials of National Alliance Sleep Better Specialists, naosbs.com slash book. You go there, uh, you can get the book and we'll ship it to you. And uh, you get some other great bonuses, that Dan Kennedy interview. You get my other book, 77 uh, Tips, Low Budget Tips to Sell More Mattresses. You get that book, uh, the PDF of that. So there's some cool stuff there, and uh, that gets you started on the way. Awesome. Well, Jeff Janakovo, thanks, buddy. Appreciate your time today. Thanks for sharing your passion and your wisdom. And, uh, you know, not very many people have been on the show twice that I know of. So we're going to have to bring you back for the hat trick at some point. Mm. Love it. I love it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you uh, having me. Thank you so much. And for all you do for our industry. You can bounce on it. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. And I'm hot like a heater. Bounce by the ounce. Now, now we, we got, got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get Somebody to get in your vicinity You probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity Foam alone? Out of five, maybe one star Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar Mad back support The best way to shack up Or just get rest that won't mess your back up Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist Or a mullet party in the back of the business Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus The ultimate hybrid Nothing short of genius Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid kitchen is charming when your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment what kind of bed do you keep back there does your girl want to chill on a beanbag chair hell no you need springs and foam 
Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone. And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low. We got the type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot. So stick with us and you'll get rewarded. Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive. Hybrid is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses.